1: Mm. As more and more people are looking to prioritize sleep, organic Just Tart Cherry is having a moment thanks to Tart Cherry's potential sleep-related benefits and potential to aid in muscle recovery when you get those gains-like clues. We're seeing this in the viral sleepy girl mocktail trend on social media R.W. Knutson has a whole lineup of natural juices with zero added sugar, so you can feel good about adding them to your wellness routine. It's all about celebrating those daily wins. Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice is made from tart cherries, which may help you get a better night's sleep because they have natural melatonin.
0: R.W. Knutsen crushes only 100% real ingredients, so you can crush everything you do. Pick up a bottle at your local grocery store today. It's the Game of Roses. roses.
1: Welcome to, to the Game of
0: Roses. This is the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses.
1: Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case.
0: This is Bachelor Clues. It is Monday on Joey Grazia Day's premiere day. tonight. It's
1: Grazia Day!
0: <laughs> it is Grazia Day. Tonight we're going to get episode one of Bachelor Season 28, Joey Grazia Day. And this is truly the beginning of 2020 gore. Now... We are going to be covering that tomorrow, the breakdown, the recap. Be sure to follow us for that. But right now, what we got for you is a digging deeper uh, with some great clips that have happened over the past couple of weeks that Dark Seeker has put together for us. And before we get to it, though, I do just want to quickly mention or have a brief conversation about a little television program called Traitors. It is on Peacock. I'm covering it in Clues Corner, and um, it's very good
1: i watched your two first quarters last night and i was instantly obsessed it's incredible yeah
0: it's an amazing show it's basically what i think third wave reality tv is it's the best example of it this is uh the new era where these shows can exist that pull big reality stars from all these a variety of different kind of disciplines and shows and they put them together to compete in some game format in this case it's like a, a psychosocial kind of game um last night i was watching we're recording this on a friday so last night was thursday i was watching episode four which came out last night and something became very clear to me i won't spoil anything for you but something became very clear to me and you'll, you'll see why when you get to four What Traders is, is mixed martial arts for reality television. Even the players themselves in four start to identify Mm -hmm. that there are different disciplines within the skill tree of reality television. They begin to break themselves up into the housewives, the gamers, they're called, which are people who come from like Survivor or Big Brother, open games. And then there are also, although they didn't give this name to it,
1: I did hear Janelle specify, she's like, I only do competition shows. So I was like, oh, okay, interesting.
0: Exactly. So there, there is this, uh, even amongst themselves, they begin to differentiate, we're housewives, you're gamers. And then there are people, although they didn't give it this moniker, I believe it should be lovers. They are from Bachelor, Love Island, the dating kind of games. But those three disciplines-
1: Popeye and Bergie.
0: Yeah, Popeye and Bergie, basically, and Sue. Um, they essentially give themselves these names. But the idea that coming from one of these types of reality shows gives you a different specific skill set that is in some cases directly opposed to another player's skill set, in some cases it's analogous or complementary or or whatever, what have you. But uh, you start to see that like housewives have different skills than like a bachelor player just based on what they do in their mm-hmm. game. And in episode four, there's even a, a direct challenge made basically saying that you do play a game on Housewives. And the Housewives are like, we don't play. So they're keeping this level of like pro wrestling kayfabe that's like, no, no, no. Our show is real. Your, your guys are the ones who are playing games. It's fascinating.
1: Oh, my God. I can't wait. First of all, I have so many thoughts because it's it's hard to watch it. To watch the corners, because you don't know who the people are at first. I'm like, you're just like, oh, Phaedra. And I'm like, oh, my God. Watching Clues discover who (laughs) Phaedra is is so enjoyable. She's amazing.
0: Her face play is fucking just not of this planet.
1: I am just thinking of the housewives that I need to get in there. I'm like, Karen Huger needs to be in there. We need the Countess in there. Mm -hmm. I mean, so many of them would be good. One note I do want to say is the challenges are, especially the first two challenges, They're too hard. They're so complicated. I can't follow it.
0: They're incredibly complicated. And sometimes even when, same, when Alan Cumming is explaining them, sometimes I just get lost. I'm like, wait, what? I just need to see them do it. And then you kind of can understand. I agree. The challenges are are a little too complex.
1: I have no idea what they're doing. And I also like, it's part of what I like about this game versus, um, Mm an all-star game of like survivor or big brother yeah. is that the physicality isn't as important because then you lose the people who are like the good the good minds. <laughs> and that's like that's the element that appeals to me the most. I don't really watch most of the challenges in survivor. I find that to be the most boring part. I like the scheming.
0: I agree. I like that the the physicality of the challenges is very minimal. It really is more mm-hmm. about like intellect and psychology and being able to manipulate people and that is what like people in the bachelor are good at that or some of them are we should say some are not uh the housewives obviously are good at it
1: some <laughs> we'll see i also think it would be okay if the challenges were this hard if there was more money on the table they need to increase the the prize pot because i'm just like what don't do this to them
0: i think they need to take away the prize pot I, I think the prize, $250,000, is inconsequential to my, I mean, some of these people have 5 million Instagram followers. To somebody who has 5 million Instagram followers, they're getting paid, you know, $75,000 for an Instagram story. Like,
1: I'm like, there's so many flame effects in this show. I'm like, all this stuff costs so much money. Just make the prize pool. It has to be over a million dollars. I'm sorry.
0: But it's like watching celebrities many of whom we already know are filthy rich compete Mm. for any amount of money is like lost on me the prize needs to be something else I don't know what it is if it's like you get to come back to the game next year if you win you can keep coming back or something I'm not sure what that prize needs to be but I agree with you the money prize of that seeing them like oh you can bank this money or go for the shield it's like I'd be going for the shield every time who cares
1: yeah this rounds for 20k Okay, that's right. Yeah, um, <laughs> we mm. recorded what Twibbon yesterday, and I would like to issue a retraction. Yeah, <laughs> Dark Lord coming is absolutely yeah. the greatest Dark Lord that's ever existed. I had no idea what was going mm-hmm. on when he is the costumery, the little demon dog creature. Him just being like so extra and giving it all like it helps give a gravitas to the situation. Like it's a show that's only been on one season. Like it doesn't have that much gravitas, but he acts like it does. And that carries it and makes it so you're like, oh, there there's a that the reputation of winning the game is important because the money prize obviously isn't.
0: Yeah. And he's there. Something that he does very well as a Dark Lord, which I have never seen any other Dark Lord do. He is there. He's a part of the game. In episode four, the challenge they do involves like a fake funeral kind of thing, and they have to walk this funeral procession. A, he's decked out in another fucking insane Dark Lord outfit, and he's literally marching them through the fucking woods. He's out there with them doing it. He, when they have their deliberations, he's there in the background. He sneaks off into the shadows and he's like standing against the the wall like he is. He's a real part of the game in a way that uh, no Dark Lord really has been. You see DLH or DLP. They bring him in to say a couple of lines and have this forced conversation with somebody at a difficult time and then they're gone. They're in their fucking trailer. They're not part of the game.
1: I'm sorry, but DLP has to watch traitors and he has to step up his game.
0: Ain't nobody going to be able to come to Alan Cumming. He's unreal.
1: I know. I mean.
0: DLP couldn't do a tenth of that.
1: You're never going to match that voice, but you could become more extra. You could add a little pizzazz.
0: DLP is going to be wearing a fucking suit and tie and maybe a couple of little two-button collared shirts.
1: No, he was in that little costume, remember? He was the, the running around Bigfoot. I think more of that. I think more of that needs to come. This has inspired me so much. And I truly, like, I love Big Brother. Yeah. I love Janelle and Dan. I'm so excited to see them play. I'm so excited to see Phaedra. I know. I can see I'm a little disappointed <laughs> so far, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I love it so much. Yeah. I I feel a little stressed the whole time because I, like, Mafia, it's it's basically mafia, and that's a very stressful game.
0: If any producers are listening <laughs> right now of Traders, uh season three, let me give you a casting suggestion. You get Nick Vial and you get Sean Booth. You put them in the same season and maybe Josh Murray. Uh-huh. Throw him in there too. <laughs>
1: John- oh yeah. Oh, I love yeah. that pairing of like par I mean Parvati is like my favorite survivor player. She's so good. She's still she's still got it. She's so good. I and I love that of like pick the person and their runner-up. I just assumed that they would kind of get into their group based on their old show, even if they were rivals. Like, I just... You you have to hold on to any connection that you have. So I'm not surprised that that ends up happening with the groups.
0: Yeah, there definitely is a little bit of that. But uh, anyway, we just wanted to take a brief moment to talk about this show, which I feel like is a massively important show in third-wave reality television, especially with the success it's having on Peacock. I believe it will be kind of the... Uh, the cornerstone show of that network now. I think it's going to be what keeps them alive. It's beautifully shot.
1: It's shot so well.
0: I last night, I uh, I was covering the the funeral thing, and they come to a little spot in a road where they have to like step off, and there's a mausoleum, and they have to like read something or whatever. And I'm just looking at the construction of the shot and the set decoration, the art decoration. It's fucking impeccable. And I was just reminded that, like, if something like this was happening in Bachelor, it would just be like a sign hung on a tree that's like kissing rock. Oh, you know? yeah. They they never go to those lengths to make shit look good. And yeah. Traitors does. It always looks very good. Anything they're doing, all the little games they play, the the uh, castle they're staying in, it's all fantastic.
1: The one where <laughs> Dark Lord Cameron is just sitting, like, with a little yeah. picnic basket and like shouting stuff at them. Um I okay. Have DLP bring his dog. I think he's got to have that little dog with him everywhere he goes. <laughs> and I think that helps. I think I think yeah. there's little ways we can elevate our dark lord. I'm inspired.
0: It's like a witch having a familiar. Have you ever experienced a dry itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in.
1: Known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, Canopy is dermatologist-recommended. Even better, gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you.
0: Support for today's episode comes from OneSkin. If you have sensitive skin, you're going to want to hear about OneSkin's scientifically proven topical supplements. This is face, eye, body, shield,
1: get started today with 15% off using code ROSES at oneskin.co that's 15% off oneskin.co with code ROSES after you purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support gore and tell them that we sent you clues underwear drawers they're not organized they're like the the wild west the final frontier of wardrobes mm. And there's no rhyme or reason to them. You got ones that are super old, uh, different brands, etc. You don't know what to expect. But now I have felt the buttery soft comfort of me undies. And now I want to replace the whole drawer with me undies because those are my now go-to. I'm currently wearing their long-sleeve shirt and my... um. <laughs>
0: from the outside in at any rate thank you for indulging this conversation please check out clues corner where I'm covering traders like I said I think this show is massively important in the history of reality television uh, for a variety of reasons but it is the mixed martial arts of reality TV it brings these different disciplines together and says which one is best which one can beat the others it's fascinating
1: I can't wait I can't wait (laughs) Um, Yeah, everyone should watch.
0: (laughs) Indeed. And now let's move on to what we came here to do, Pace Case. This is... Digging Deeper. All right, we're starting off this Digging Deeper with a couple of clips from the only official Bachelor Nation podcast that still exists, Bachelor Happy Hour, a.k.a. Clickbait. (laughs) Uh, This uh, first question comes to us from an episode on December 28th, it is Fan Questions Part 2. Are you ready? Who is on your Mount Rushmore of Bachelor Nation? Who's on my Mount Rushmore of Bachelor Nation? Uh, probably just me.
1: <laughs> Four groceries on my Mount Rushmore. Best answer.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see. Who will be on my Mount Rushmore? And me. This is, uh, A, this is what you're getting out of happy hour now. This is what that show is now. This used to be the document of record for Bachelor Nation. Now (sighs) it's just grocery imagining himself as every head on Mount Rushmore. And it's Serena asking that question. I know this is your viewer questions, but like, what the fuck is happy hour? What are we doing here?
1: It's also Serena's right there. That's a lob. You're on my Mount Rushmore, babe.
0: Exactly. Nope. just me.
1: It's you and a bunch of mothers. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it depends on which Mount Rushmore you wind up being. All right.
1: I love mothers.
0: <laughs> Let's move on to the second <laughs> clip from the same exact episode. And we get to a uh, hard hitting question about what grocery would title his own biography. This is a good glimpse into Grocery's mind. Here we go. I always laugh when you ask your guests this question what would the title of your autobiography be? See, I hate asking our guests this question because I would never want to be asked because I don't know what the answer would be. Uh, mine would probably just be um, His Way. His Way? Yeah. Yours would be Joe. It would just be Je- your name in big capital red letters, I feel like, and then your face on the front. Joe. 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 Just Joe, I like that. I I do like Joe, but no, it would be his way. That's what I want. His way, yeah. like my way by Frank Sinatra, but his way. His way, Joe Lovelace. Yeah.
1: I would call it paper plastic. <laughs>
0: I would call or it grocery. The story of the greatest night one guy in history. It's
1: just him with an aw shucks like shoulders up face, okay. and it's just disgruntled females. <laughs> <laughs> so, just Joe. I mean, unfortunately my way really got ruined for me by the uh inauguration of someone.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, here though Joe calls it his way. I would call it his way. Now, what he may or may not know is there is a book called His Way. It was the unauthorized biography of Frank Sinatra that came out in like the mid 2000s or something. Um Good title. I don't know if he's making direct reference to that and just doesn't know it or if he's like i would it's like i don't think it's a
1: reference (laughs)
0: yeah i don't think he knows well i mean it is a reference to sinatra but i don't think he knows that there was already a sinatra book literally called that it's like hey uh joe they're gonna make a movie about your life what do you want to call it i want to call it star wars um there's already one (laughs) called that joe i think
1: (laughs) i want to call it me
0: Yeah, how about Citizen Kane? Um, This is a snapshot. These two clips to me.
1: It should be called Night One Guy.
0: I agree. Night One Guy is it. I think that these two little clips are a beautiful snapshot into exactly the state of Bachelor Happy Hour. This is what you're getting out of that show. Now, they're about to ramp up. They're going to start having people who get kicked off of Grazia Day's season coming on their show and interviewing them and all of that. And it will get back a little more to the podcast of Record for the Nation. Mm-hmm. But this is this is it. That's the tone of that show. Oh, a lot more. This is their mailbag episode. But even that, even him being like, I call it his way. My Mount Rushmore is only me. That attitude.
1: Yeah, I'm not even going to think about the question. I'm not going to try to give you an answer. I'm just like, whatever. The question is stupid.
0: Just doesn't care. The least amount of effort put into this just does not give a fuck. Probably doesn't even want to be part of this thing anymore. Is just doing it maybe for Serena or for the money. I don't know.
1: Get this guy on traders, though. Grocery? No, he couldn't do a trader.
0: If grocery was a faithful, he might be able to meander around. I think he could do like a low profile kind of like head uh, below water type. No, could not be a trader. Uh, It requires like, sorry to say it. It requires uh, too much intellectual capability, I think, to be a good trader.
1: I think you have to be so good at lying. Like, I think only like half the people could be traitors who are on the show. Popeye?
0: I agree. I agree.
1: I mean, he would fold immediately.
0: I agree. <laughs> yes. Popeye is doing, a, a, I think, a good job of sincerely conveying that he's like trying to root the traitors out. I think eventually that's going to bite him in the mm. ass, though, because you see him leading conversations every once in a while about like, well, think about it, though. What's the motivation of a trader to do this? He'll start saying mm-hmm. shit like that. And right now that comes across as sincere. But as the group gets smaller and smaller, it's basically like anyone who is trying to lead a conversation will be targeted. I think um, that's just the nature of that game.
1: Yeah. As soon as it's like I mean that's the that's the fun part about it. It's like you're trying to figure it out, but you don't want to be too overt because then they're gonna kill you off. I can't believe yeah. who they got in the first episode.
0: I know. I'm I'm really excited to see how that show evolves in successive seasons because I think there will start to become gameplay mechanics that Mm -hmm. are like just written into it, basically. That like, you know, you're going to the show and if somebody does this, it means this. And you know what I mean? Kind of like how Big Brother has become that. When they're like, oh,
1: who's silent at the table?
0: Yes, that Um, type of shit.
1: I also don't think they're doing enough of what I would be doing, which is just, and I think maybe we saw one player do this, but just go directly up to everyone's face and say, are you a traitor? And just look at their face.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can do that. And and, uh, obviously it's admissible in the game.
1: I think it's not being tried enough because I would directly be confronting everyone. I
0: haven't looked into (laughs) this, but I'm sure there have been dissertations written on this game because I think the person who came up with it was like a Russian uh, psychology student or something, a PhD level person who, who created Werewolf. And I think that... There, there must be papers written on the strategy of this game, how to break this game, all that kind of shit. It has to be out there. Maybe I'll start researching that a little bit because I am curious. If you if you were a well-studied player of this game and went into it, I think you could dominate it because it doesn't look like a lot of these people are. They studied the first season, but that's one iteration of it. They know how it basically works and kind of like how they're going to play this specific situation. But
1: And if all of them were, you know... uh the hoi polloi first season you have to factor in all of the the power dynamics of them all being celebrities now
0: that too that too yeah when you're walking in there with 5 million followers and you've got some people who are sitting at like 70k or the british politician guy has like a 100 or something his instagram is literally <laughs> just one video of him speaking into the camera and that's it
1: is that his actual instagram yeah oh uh. Okay. Sorry I keep bringing up traders I just No. Like it. <laughs> it's fine. All right. Let's
0: move on. Our next clip uh comes to us from The Vial Files and this is a big one. The guest was none other than Gypsy Rose Blanchard. This was from January 8th and in this clip Nick pulls a very special When I was the bachelor on Gypsy Rose. Great. This clip is insane. <laughs> Here we go. If you want to hear this clip and every other clip, and all of our digging deepers, and see our live shows every Monday at 4:30 uh, p.m. PST, right before game time, and get access to our Discord, and all the pace case palapas, and all the clues corners, and the back catalog, and ad-free episodes, all you got to do is go to patreon.com slash Game of Roses. Join us in the bottom of the pit, get the rest of this episode and everything else as well. We have some big things planned. We hope to see you there. It's the pit, you can get it in and dig around in all this content. It's the pit, come on, admit you wanna eat up all these tasty tidbits. It's the pit, this room enough have to fit. Everyone who wants to come in, it's the pit, you can get it in, and dig around in all this content, it's the pit, come on, admit, you wanna eat up all these tasty tidbits, it's the pit, there's room enough to fit, everyone who wants to come in, it's the pit.